everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are going to tempt the fates of mental health. <laughs> That's a weird way of putting it. <laughs> uh, about sure. a Cthulhu game. <laughs> um, and playing the very quick and short but very interesting Tides of Madness. Uh, this game is based on the Tides of Time game, but it is reskinned with a Cthulhu mythos um, theme. Really heavy Cthulhu mythos theme. So if you've ever played any of the Cthulhu or Lovecraftian games, this is going to feel, there's going to be a lot of similarity or familiarity here in uh, art and some structures like madness. And that's, that's pretty much it. This is a very simple game, so it doesn't go that much deeper than, than that, of course. You're, this is a... Um, car, game in 18 cards where you're going to be trying to fulfill goals that pop up on the cards and of course it is beautifully artistically rendered on the card art as most Lovecraftian games are um, this game plays pretty quick before I forget it was designed by Christian Kurla I apologize if that's wrong it has one of the unfamiliar symbols over the sea it's that little Half you is it Surla when that happens or Curla? I have I have no idea. Those two words remember. are foreign to me. <laughs> I know. I think it's Romanian or something like that. I feel bad, but it's a anyway, Christian Curla or Surla, and the publisher is uh, there's several publishers. Portal Games is the one I think that you see most in the U.S. Is that the copy that you have? Yeah, that's the one I have. Yeah, it also is under Edge Entertainment and Pegasus Spiel. But um, I, I've only seen the Portal games one. So this game is um, two players only, and it's fairly light. So it's going to be something that you're going to be able to get through in, I don't know, if you're used to it, probably 15-ish minutes. It says 20 on the um, Board Game Geek page, and I think that's about right for the first few playthroughs. But you're going to be able to – this is one of the games that you get familiar with, and you're going to be able to be play it pretty quickly. There's not a lot of analysis paralysis. But anyway, I've gone on long enough. How do we actually play this game? You don't. No, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, I knew it. This I game is not to be played. Wrong. This game is to be studied. No. Uh, <laughs> so as as uh, Chuck uh, uh, pointed out, it is an 18-card deck. Uh, there are also some madness tokens. They're basically all the same. A score pad. And the coolest thing in a game I've ever seen is a pencil with an eraser. It's usually a pencil with nothing. This one's a pencil with it. That one <laughs> threw me off. I'm like, what? All right. Anyway, <laughs> they sprung uh, for the big, the big nice. Pencil. Yes, they're just like we have extra room. We can fit an eraser in here. <laughs> the 18 card deck is shuffled, uh, and each player is dealt five cards. Uh, and the game will last three rounds, and whoever has the most points or whoever hasn't died after three rounds, uh, I guess gone insane from madness, not died, uh, will win <laughs> the game. So uh, this is a drafting game. So if if you've ever played things like Seven Wonders or Sushi Go, uh, it's similar to that. Uh, each player will look at their five cards, pick one of those cards that they want to essentially build i guess they're they're buildings or i don't know they're not even buildings it's i don't really know what you're doing because they're all some of them are buildings some yeah. of them are just i guess i think they're like encounters is what i what i would Kate yeah, has. or maybe you're summoning things. I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're picking one of the cards that you want to go with. Uh, you each flip over what you picked simultaneously, and then you pass the cards that you hadn't used to the other player. And then from those, you pick another one and keep going. At the end, you'll have gone through all five of those cards. Uh, 
And essentially what you're going to do is first you are going to check how much madness each of you earned. Uh, and so you'll for there's little symbols, little tentacle type things to the left of certain cards that indicate you will take madness. Uh, and whoever has taken the most madness that round uh, will have a choice. They either have a choice of removing one madness or they can take four points. Um, and why would you want to get rid of madness or why would you not why would you want to have madness? Uh, as I indicated earlier, uh, if you go insane, uh, at the end of the scoring phase, if you have nine or more madness, uh, you go insane and you immediately lose the game. Uh, if both of you have that, you both go insane and no one wins. <laughs> uh, uh, so you don't want to have too much. So it's a, a risk-reward type situation where, okay, I, I don't have that much but it's I can take the points, or I have too much, I need to get rid of this type situation. Um, and so you're, you're constantly looking, mm, I don't know, at what you want to do there. After you've kind of registered madness, uh, then you go through and score points for all of your cards. Each of the cards has different ways of scoring points. Um, there are basically, I think, like two types of ways. Um, each card has usually has some sort of suit that is on it um, there are five suits i guess they're like libraries and i don't know they have weird symbols like tentacles and towers and uh, crowns or something like that uh, so th there are certain ones that say oh for every one of these symbols you have you get three points or it could be if you have the majority of these types of symbols you get seven points um, there are a few special ones where it's if you have one of each type you get 13 points or for every madness symbol that you have uh, you get one point, um, and there are a few that will just, I think there's one that's a wild, where it's it's a wild suit of your choice, and it allows you to swap one of, you take one of your opponent's madness tokens, which is a little bit risky, uh, and I think that's, that's mainly it. Oh, there's another one that will double the amount of points you receive from the previous card you, you, you played. Um, so those are the different ways you score points. You will tabulate your, your score for that round, uh, and then right at the end of that round, you will take up back up all the cards you played that round uh, and choose one that you will be keeping for the next round and one that you will be getting rid of from play uh, from the entire game. So each of you will do that. You will, again, secretly pick one, flip it over, pick another one to remove, flip it over and remove it. Uh, and that is the, your, the one that you played will stay there for the remainder of the game. Each person is then handed two additional cards from the unused cards that weren't played, and you continue to go again, same thing, and at the end you'll have six cards because you'll still have one remaining from the last round. Same thing again, check madness, score points, things like that, uh, and then you'll keep another one of those cards. The one that you kept from the previous round is still kept. That is not a choice to get rid of or re-keep. It is permanently in your tableau uh, and so by the end of the third round you will have seven cards in your tableau that you will score and hopefully get more points off of or not go mad uh, at the <laughs> end of the game whoever has the most points or whoever hasn't gone mad uh, is the winner that is that is everything i missed something uh did you mention the part about um uh if you win around you can get rid of madness tokens instead of taking victory points I did mention that. Yes, if yeah, if okay, you sorry. have the most madness, okay. uh, you have Missed a choice it. between either getting rid of a madness or taking four <laughs> victory points. Yes. All right. 
All right, just good. Just to clarify that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Other than that, other than that, yeah, I think you got it all. It's a fairly straightforward and simple game. It is, um, you know, like we said, it's an 18 cards, and so this is not going to be the game that you're going to be playing all night. But it is kind of a, an interesting structure. It I've never played Tides of Time, but I'm assuming it, it's. I know it's a little different than that. It's not exactly a one to one copy with different art, but. Um, it's interesting. I, I always I'm a big fan of Lovecraftian games, and so it's always interesting to me how they sort of insert them into different types of games. Typically, when you think of them, they're very deep, long, involved story games. This is not at all that, <laughs> and so it's really interesting. And the part of the attraction is I think it does play very well, but part of the attraction is as with all of those games of that type, there really is this great art on it, and so I just love sort of letting this letting a story come out of that uh, regardless of the fact that we can't figure out what is actually happening why you're drawing these cards <laughs> <laughs> are they encounters are they things stories you're finding are they uh, image or visions you're seeing who knows who knows what's happening um but anyway yeah what what are your overall impressions of titan madness i i i liked it i thought it was a fun little game um it you know it didn't like blow me away but i didn't really expect it to because it's just a small small game but i i liked it i enjoyed it uh, I think I feel the, pretty much the same way as you. I was I was okay with it. Again, not blown away. Yeah. I don't know how I've I I, I, mean, I I could be tainted by the fact that I have yet to win this game. I've played it twice. <laughs> um, the first game I did not plan for the madness properly, and I think I was I was dead by I was Insane. guaranteed to be dead by the end of the third round. So in the third round, I'm like. There's nothing I'm going to do. I'm going to die. The, I kept <laughs> cards that had madness on them. I'm going to earn a madness at the end of this round. <laughs> I will be going mad. This is pointless. Uh, and my, my wife sounds was like the ravings quite, of a madman. Yeah. She was quite irritated by that fact because she's like, but I was going to score so many points. I'm like, doesn't matter. You've, you've, I've already <laughs> lost. You've won. We will not be scoring your points. <laughs> you do not get credit for this. You do not get credit for this. She's like, oh, she was really irritated. We played another time. Uh, it was a much closer game, and I, I did – uh, I, I paid way more attention. I think I may have been focusing too much on not taking up enough madness. So I lost the, that game as well. So it's possible I'm being tainted by the fact that I've never won the game. Uh, <laughs> it could be. But, you, don't, uh, you don't sound bitter at I, all, though. So you don't, No, you don't. not at all. <laughs> not even uh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I, uh, it is one of those things with little games like this. There's always some little, not finicky is too severe of a word, but kind of finicky of thing where you've got to, that is always going to kind of get you if you're not uh, paying attention. And, and this definitely has it. But um, yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way in, in that I really, I like this game. I thought it was interesting to engage with. It is one of those games in a drafting game where there is a, uh, a fair amount of luck in here of like what comes up. But the drafting sort of offsets that because you have... Um, strategy and what you're picking and what you know uh, you know they might be picking and so um, it's it's just really I like that included here uh, but I really what I really liked about it sort of is the um, very simple card goals and I thought there's nothing amazing nothing you haven't seen worded in slightly different ways in other cards but in an 18 card game it, I don't know it just it kind of worked for me like those ones where they have like the shoot the moon ones that you mentioned before where you have to get one of each card type and then you get like 13 points. It's like that's great if you can do that. But it's a fun possibility to have the sort of I, I hope that I can potentially do this. I like the fact that you can use madness for points. I kind of wish 
that would be more <laughs> for the madness tokens. Yeah. But I get I get how that would be too easy. Just go crazy and be like, I've got all the points and I'm insane uh, or almost insane. And um, so anyway, there, there's enough little structures in here that I found it and interesting that I would I'd play this again for sure. And um, I don't know. I'm, I've, I'm trying to figure out like where it fits in like a little category, like of the little games you take out with you to play when you got a second, a short period of time. If this bumps anything, if this fits in different enough than other ones, or it's it's a drafting game, so it's not it's like it's quicker than well, not quicker, but it's like less involved than like Sushi Go, which is sort of the stereotypical drafting game. Like there's less cards here, so you can play it quicker. But I'm just not sure of the feel. I don't know. I don't know. I've been. <laughs> this is what I've been wrestling with <laughs> before we started recording. Is like, where would this go in my library or catalog? So, right. I don't know. I think I'd like the game more if there were more cards than just 18 cards. Mm. And I'm not saying yeah. I want to be playing more cards. I just wish there was a bit more variety in the cards. Because, again, right. there's really essentially only, like, three or four types of cards. There are, like, three special ones, which they kind of have a special thing in the rules for, which is saying, hey, these are the ones that you should watch out for. This is how they function type of thing, because all the other ones are basically the same. You either score for how many of that symbol you have, score for how many, you know, if you have the majority of it, or, you know, if you can get certain types of groups together. And I don't know. There, It's... Uh, just trying to keep track of when I'm playing these cards of, okay, if I can get this, but I only know I'm going to have five cards, so there's really not that much room to have a majority, things like right. that. And it's it's kind of, fr I feel frustrated, not wholly frustrated, just a little bit irked that I'm just like, well, you know, I, only, I know there's only one more green left, and chances are the opponent's going to take it because I can see they're also trying to go for green. And all right, so I guess that's kind of zonked the first card I took. So uh, And so there, it's a lot of, man, I wish there was just more there for me to have an option with where, you know, and the, having that madness thing be on top of it is like, well, I want to take this card, but if I take this card, I'm dead. So that's not an option anymore. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> there have been plenty of times where I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. If I do that, I'm gone. I mean, I've I've slowly been trying to think. Well, maybe if I can try and figure out a way for them to take all the madness things and just for. And I almost did that in the second game we played. Was I was just like, I'm gonna take none of the madness. Tokens. I'm gonna make sure they get all. They got right to the brink. They got two eight. In fact, they did make a slight misstep, and they're like, Oh, I'll take you know, I'll take the points instead of getting her in the madness. So I'm like, Technically, if you do that, you're going to die. They're like, Oh, so they were able to like <laughs> retcon that a little bit. So I. Right. I could have won, but I wouldn't have felt good about that victory. <laughs> and so, I don't know. I, it, I want there to be more. It's a little irritating that, you know, and, and the other thing to note is that the ones where it's like, oh, if you have the majority of this or you're looking for these types, of, the card itself is never that type of symbol. So, for example, there's mm -hmm. one where you get points for every blue and green symbol set that you have. It, the card itself is a purple symbol. So right. they never match up. So it's never, oh, I can keep this and it will work for it. No, it, does, it doesn't work that way. And having seeing as you have such small amounts of cards in your tableau, that's right. going to take things away. It's hard to pair things up because chances are, again, since there are so few cards, the other player is probably taking the card that would work well to pair up with that thing. So right. I don't right. know. I That's the thing that disappoints me with this game uh other than the other thing that disappoints me with the game is 
the the way they name the cards, they use this really scripty typeface, and I, <laughs> I can't like it's a mix of having the scripty typeface and then behind it in like slightly larger font, but also like slightly opaque. Like, and, yeah, thirty percent. You know, it's, it's this. Opaque, it's, it's like thirty percent opacity is the same thing written. And again, <laughs> these are like words that are in Cthulhu, you know, mythos. So it's like non. Right. I, I can't Shub pronounce the word already. Not Ryla. only can I not pronounce the word when it's written normally. <laughs> now I have to try and figure it out in this really scripty font. No, it's not. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Dreamlands. What even is that? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I mean the nice thing about that you really don't need it's just you don't need to know the names of the cards. They're very identifiable by pictures, but but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, that's the that's sort of the rub of these small games is there's definitely a f- sense of I cuz I I think that bodes kind of well. I feel like for a game like this that if you're wanting more that probably says this game has something and should it have been a bigger game, who knows, but um but yeah, I get what you're saying where you feel this is definitely a tightly designed game where you you're there's not you're not going to be getting huge point swells, um, but if someone does, if they can fire off that, you know, that almost impossible. I don't. I've never even come close to that. Get one of each type, and you get 13 points. So, oh no, my wife has done that. Oh, has she? Oh I, wow. Well, that, uh, she's done it. But again, I died of madness before oh, right. <laughs> she was able to score it. <laughs> oh right. So she did get to score it. So this doesn't count. So she kind of <laughs> didn't do it. Um, Anyway, so the, the point swings aren't going to be massive. So there is a, a very tight um, strategy or, or tight option choice here where you – and then once again, like you said, throwing in madness where you're you're going to have to be making some tough but quick decisions. So I don't know. Once again with this, to me, it doesn't bother me as much because it's such a quick game. And I feel like the other thing about this game though is that it's with these small games and knowing the um, – you kind of have to know the cards. And so it's going to take you a playthrough to sort of get – what's out there how many card symbols are what a type of course and um what goals are out there to go after and combo with each other is is going to take you a playthrough or two just to sort of figure this out but I, I still feel like even then you can sort of like passively play this game i don't know i keep going back and forth on on this one or other games of that type like a roll and write or something like that you can sort of talk and chat it over and but this one seems like you got to pay attention to a little bit a little bit more or there's more like um chewing your nails a little bit about what's happening a little bit more in this game uh what so what are your thoughts in general about like the card abilities like the the goals on the card abilities like do you think they're diverse enough did you feel like the the well in the games that you would that you did score how close was the point spread uh you know i probably have the point spread somewhere around here no, we threw away those pieces of paper. The again, the first game, <laughs> threw away, ripped them up, and burned them. This point spread on the game that was the second game that we played was actually, I think, pretty close. I think I may have lost by like one or two points, maybe right. three. It was, it was close. Um, and yeah, I actually, it was one point spread. So it was, yeah, it was really close, and it, it made it that much more irritating. Because I'm like, I thought I was paying so close <laughs> attention, uh, but you know it. It sometimes it's just the way the cards come out, and you know what cards are coming. The one where it doubles your amount of points, like I could have had something going, but the cards didn't weren't I guess 
like in the right hands for me to pull off doubling the correct amount of points. I'd like yeah. doubled three points. So I think I upped it to six, but I could have doubled 13 points, which would have been the game winner. But unfortunately I think it was in the same hand. So it wouldn't have worked out. And so you're just going, ah, well, I want to play this one cause it doesn't have madness, but it doesn't, it's sometimes it's just timing. And so that's, you know, I, I would love it if it had just like, I think like 10 more cards that are just, added some extra diversity to it then i think i would like love this game but as it is right now i'm just like it's okay i'll probably play it every now and then but i don't think it's going to be on the top of my brain when i'm looking at my shelves going what do i want to bring out to play this probably won't be one of those games yeah so would you recommend it though for because the other thing here is this, this is a very cheap game as it should be for the size of it and stuff like that it's like i don't know around 10 ish 10 at the most 15 bucks i think if 10 12 bucks i don't know i don't remember my copy is older so i um don't know what but i looked it up right now where you can get it online at least and since we can't go to our game stores right now <laughs> and uh, you can get it for like eight bucks online yeah um, i got it i got it online for eight bucks so yeah so i mean like uh, for eight dollar for, for game, the cost yeah yeah for an eight dollar game yeah i think it's it's, it's definitely very good. solidly designed for eight bucks it's, it's solidly designed <laughs> I can't argue with an eight buck game like this. Mm-hmm. And if you are a Cthulhu fan or a Lovecraftian fan, um, or I'm, I'm sorry, not Lovecraft. No, yeah, Lovecraft. What am I saying? Uh, <laughs> um, if you are a Lovecraftian uh, fan, this is uh, this is kind of a cool addition to your. It's a quick way to get into the theme and out of the theme after in a quick little game. So I definitely think it's very targeted towards them. I mean, obviously, uh, it's targeted towards them specifically because they had a game that's basically this but slightly different and they made it uh into a lovecraft game to target lovecraft fans so anyway this is kind of a cool little addition into your collection if if you like it so let's talk a little bit about um table space um table space is going to be pretty pretty small the cards themselves are slightly oversized so that's you know a minor thing but just be aware of that so you're going to have um in the drafting you're going to have the uh draw pile and then you're going to have that's slowly going to be turning into the out of the game discard pile and then each of you are going to be collecting cards so you're just going to have cards in front of you um as you collect them and then you're going to have madness tokens so basically you're each going to have your own little area of cards and madness tokens and then there's going to be uh the rest of the deck somewhere um so pretty much for that, I mean, it's like it's going to be very easy <laughs> to negotiate this around any sort of food or drinks or pretty much any setup uh, you can. The one nice thing I will say again, too, is like and I keep saying this, but I in games like this, I really love that they go out of the, through the effort is the art here is awesome. And I love how the art looks on the table here. I like the cards that they are big. They don't need to be that big by any means for what they do. But I think they just made it that big to give this game a big a sense of scale and really um, highlight the art in here. It's just really beautiful Lovecraftian style art of very uh, macabre and dark and uh, gothic destinations that you will be exploring or uh, encounters you'll be having, uh, monsters you'll see, and things like that. So anyway, pretty much as best as you can do, as good as you can do for table space. Um then uh, theme. Okay, we talked a little bit about this, uh, but like, what do you, would you say? F- how would you rate it for like table talk? Table talk. I think it's pretty good. I, as you mentioned, it 
it is a little bit thinky. So you're definitely going, all right, wait, hold on. I remember that there was, you know, this green in there. And so you're just trying to think it out. And it does handle table talk well. But I, I tend to find that in drafting games, I tend to want to keep the table talk a little bit down just so that we don't like confuse wait this is the card i played face down and that's the card that i drafted over to you so usually like in sushi go i often find that when we're doing the drafting somehow along the line someone goes wait i have three cards why do you have two cards what's going on here something mess like when you get into that table talk mode you kind of lose track of things and yes it is only two players but I there were a few times I'm like, wait, what is this card sitting here? Was this where? What is this card? I don't remember what this card is. Is this a card I trashed? I don't know. And so when you get lost in those moments, it can can be a little bit. If you're good at organizing things from the get go, I think table talk works well. Uh, if you tend to get lost in the conversation, it might be slightly frustrating, but uh, I think it works pretty well. What about you? Yeah, I, I I'd agree with you. I think in general, drafting game. I feel the same way about drafting games in general. Like I, even the, even the simple ones, even like Sushi Go, I'm paying attention. I you got to really keep track of like what's going around the table. This one's a little easier in the fact that there's only two people um, drafting back and forth that you keep track of it. But once again, like you said, you're trying to mem- memorize, remember what uh, options are still out there to chain together, and then keep track of like what might be coming. Um, around through or through to take advantage of. So yeah, it, I, I'd agree. It's not like, even though it's very light, you're going to be thinking more closely on what's happening instead of chatting more. This isn't a kind of rolling dice and sort of recording what happened and chatting as you do that type of thing, like a roll and write or games of that ilk. It's, it, it is a li- thinky enough that you're going to be focused on it. Um, but I don't think it's too bad. I don't, for me, I think it's a good spot if you're looking for a, a little bit more focused strategy um, or paying attention to what's going on than just a passive game where you can play and, and chat. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, okay, let's see. What else could we talk here? Uh, well, hey, I think we just get this out right away. Definitely not your mom's game. I nope. <laughs> can't, imagine, can't imagine she'd be interested in this game in any way. And uh, uh, even Tides of Time, I wouldn't think that this would be her game. A, it's two-player. B, it's just too much keeping track of, like, uh, like we just said of the of what's going on what's been played what's out there and what might come out and so yeah i definitely not in her wheelhouse for sure her interest no. zone for sure um, yep. but maybe i don't know maybe she's a hardcore lovecraft fan and i just i'm not giving her enough <laughs> no, <right. laughs> no, i don't think i cannot imagine her that would be a really weird realization <laughs> yeah, that'd, be, that'd be bizarre <laughs> Alex, have you heard of the old ones? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, yeah. So like I said, I think this fits, like I sort of briefly mentioned, I think this fits in a small a box for people who, A, like Lovecraft, um, B, uh, really like Lovecraft, <laughs> and, uh, and C, just if you like these small games that have a nice little spin on a, a unexpected amount of strategy in a tiny game and it sort of reminds me of the style of like uh, button shy games where those are small games but they sort of surprise you and what they can do this is of that ilk i think it feels a little differently though than those games for whatever reason but i i enjoyed it it's definitely like you said not one i'm going to be like grabbing off my shelf constantly but for eight bucks i feel like 
it's worth checking out if any of those things interest you. It's it's just it's unique enough and it's interesting enough. And like I said, the art is just beautiful on this. It's not reason enough to buy this game, but I think it does have a solid design for such a cheap game. And uh, I, I don't know. I would recommend it to someone if they had any of those interests for sure. What yeah. are your thoughts? And if uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Again, if if you don't like the Cthulhu theme, again, Tides of Time totally works. It's Basic. I've looked into it. It's basically the same game. It doesn't include the madness aspect of it, so you don't have to. Right. If you if you were thinking, oh, I, I like the idea of the game, but I don't like the idea of just losing outright because I picked the wrong cards. You can always go with Tides of Time. It doesn't do the madness thing. I think it change. It's a lot of the same power. In fact, it's like even the ones where it's like get one of every five. That's they're all the same. The same points system going on. There's a few like I think some of the special cards. They're different. Like there's one where you can, uh, if you have the card, you win all ties. Which I kind of like that idea. I kind of wish that would have been in this particular game. That seems like it would have been interesting to have so you know it's but uh, down to it it's basically the same game it's just right. if you like cthulhu or not um so but yeah i mean it's for for the price point that it's at it's a decent game uh but if you are already have kind of a large collection you're like i'm i'm looking for meteor games that you're you're not going to be sold on this one and I'm I'm looking for a, I'm looking for small games, but a little bit meatier than this. I think is yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I'd agree. It like yeah. No, I totally agree. So, all right, cool guys. Well, um, let's see. What else could we say about this? I think we I think we said it all. I think there's nothing more. Um, so, uh, yeah, of course, you can reach out to us in several ways if you'd like to let us know your thoughts on this game or Tides of Time if you've played that. And that, of course, is the uh, the easiest way to reach out to us is over Instagram or Twitter, and that is Chits in Chat. <clears throat> you can also reach out to us on our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com. Um, and we'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love to hear what you're playing these days, as, of course, we are all trapped in our houses or <laughs> restricted in our movements uh, quite a bit. Alex and I have been playing a lot of virtual, doing a lot of virtual gaming, which has been really fun to do. I actually have really been enjoying it. It's sort of fun to see what's out there and how we can explore that. So we'd love to hear if you guys are playing anything and uh, like, let us know what you're doing. Um, other than that, guys, thanks again for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. Hey, hey hold on. You're, oh. you're, you're missing again. What is your catchphrase this time? Oh, darn it. I forgot again. <laughs> How <laughs> are you too... forgetting? <laughs> I I have no sense of time or space right now. I forget what day it is. All right. Uh, shoot. What could I come up real quick? <laughs> uh, let's see. Kaiser Associate, look around the room, find something, say something <laughs> the about that. Whiteboard is a griffin in disguise. Okay, there we there go. We, Cryptic <laughs> catchphrase. <laughs> it means something. You guys can figure it out. Uh, all right. Thank you, guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.